I had owned horses my whole life and decided to sort of go ahead and say, you know what, we've got this small farm in Shelby Forest. I think there's an opportunity here to introduce some of the children that we were working with through that ministry mm-hmm. to the horses. I went about it in such a way, you know, at the time I hadn't gotten a license to do equine therapy or anything like this. I did know how to teach horse lessons. So I said, you yeah. know what, I'm just going to teach some kids how to ride. The interaction with the horse and the human, that was actually one of the most meaningful pieces of healing for my own daughter when she was mm-hmm. on her journey with cancer. Welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Piet Stridham, in for Byron Tyler. I am the Executive Director for Liquid Legacy, a nonprofit located here in Memphis, and we do clean water, medical missions, and community development down in Peru and South America, as well as in Abaco in the Bahamas. I'm excited to have with me today Melissa Horik, who is the Executive Director at Panther Creek Health. Welcome to the show, Melissa. Thank you, Piet. Happy to be here. I'm so excited to hear a little bit more about what you guys do at Panther Creek and introduce the audience to you guys. It's uh, Panther Creek Health is kind of a new nonprofit in the area. That's correct. That's correct. Started about six months ago, and we're off to the races and really enjoying our work. Yeah, that's brand new. So how did you get to Panther Creek Health? We'll start a little bit about background for you, and then uh, we'll get into the horses there. Sure, sure. So I'd love to talk a little bit about the history of the location where Mm -hmm. we're at Panther Creek Health. So Panther Creek Health is located at Panther Creek Ranch, which is an incredibly gorgeous 4,000-acre property in Nesbitt, Mississippi, owned by Kirby and Glenn Floyd. They've owned that property for a little over 20 years now. Mm -hmm. And for many, many years, there's been a desire to develop this property into a place of healing, connection, growth. One of the things we say at Panther Creek is that Panther Creek is where we play, learn, and grow. And so, yeah, what we do there is really a whole group of different types of programs that all link back together through that play, Mm -hmm. learn, and grow model. The highlight of our programming at Panther Creek Ranch right now and always has been the equestrian learning program, which is a horseback riding program Mm -hmm. that was started several years ago and has really, really grown. And we do West Western riding, English riding. We take our students to shows and we do all sorts of fun things to expose folks to horses that Mm -hmm. have not been exposed to equestrian activities in the past. The outgrowth of that program has been the therapeutic program that we now have started called Panther Creek Health which is a mental health therapy program that is led by licensed therapists. While we do the equine therapy utilizing the horses there Mm -hmm. that we have on the property, We also can provide traditional counseling. So we do have an indoor space where we can do traditional counseling. And one of the most beautiful parts about our programming is that we have the access to this entire beautiful 4,000 acre ranch. So we do a lot of ecotherapy and outdoor work. It's really whatever the client chooses to make it when they're there on the farm that day. And it really is a beautiful space. Um, full disclosure, my wife and I have been taking riding lessons there <laughs> over the last year. I think we started a little over a year ago. And that's kind of how I got introduced to Panther Creek Health was going to the ranch at first to Panther Creek and, and taking horseback riding lessons. Funny enough, I bought that uh, as a gift for my wife for Christmas. And uh, the first time we went riding, by the time we were done with that hour lesson, introduction lesson, I felt like I had therapy. And that wasn't even part of the health department side of things. It was literally just being on horseback. There was something that I felt like this feels like an hour of therapy just going out there and riding. So adding that true therapeutic element to it with licensed counselors, I can see how that's very different from your traditional sitting in an office with somebody. 
That's correct. So we do like to say that all of the work that we do at Panther Creek is therapeutic. Mm -hmm. It is truly healing, whether or not you're taking part in a ranch education program or taking part in working with the cattle that we have out there on the property, doing riding lessons, whatever type of activity that you're involved in on the farm, we believe is a therapeutic activity. Mm -hmm. And the idea of adding Panther Creek Health to our programming was an effort to sort of say, okay, for some of us, we need to take it one step further. And that is with the licensed counselors. Truly, the beauty of this program is that, you know, for some people sitting across from a therapist in a room doing traditional cognitive behavioral therapy work is a real gift and real blessing. For some young people and some adults, sometimes a little bit more activity and a little bit more of what we call experiential work or experiencing the world around them really can help in that therapeutic process. And so we really do focus deeply in this program on the experiential Mm -hmm. work. So whether that's bringing art into the experience, bringing the horses into the experience, the newest animal that we are experimenting with, and I'll tell the story behind this a little bit, is a (laughs) bottle calf or a baby cow, which is... The baby cow has turned out to be an incredible gift to the therapy program. All of the children and all of the adults that come and and do work at Panther Creek Health have fallen in love with the baby cow. And the story is, and it's sort of a very sweet story if you think about what his life is now Mm -hmm. on the farm. This baby cow's mama had twins. So myself and um, co-worker of mine, we watched this mama cow for a full day, sort of watching to see if she was going to be able to nurse both calves, because mm. in the cow world, that's not something that happens easily, yeah. um, you know, when there's two babies. Mama cow took to one of the babies very easily, very quickly, and the other calf was not able to nurse. And so we took that calf back to the stables part of our property where we have the horses Mm -hmm. and where we have the barn. And we've been raising him on the bottle. And hopefully within the next several weeks, he'll return to the herd and go back out with our cattle. But the fact that uh, the young people, the children and the adults that come for Panther Creek Health have been able to interact with this baby cow and feed the cow has turned out to be an incredible blessing. Kind of an unexpected element to the health side of things and the therapy side of things. Exactly, exactly. Um, when I think about some of the experiential things and you know working with the animals, but also just being outside in, in nature, it truly is a beautiful spot. I could sit there for days and just stare out. Mm-hmm. Is there certain problems, certain struggles that people have that lends itself to that kind of therapy more so than traditional therapy? Or do you find that regardless of the struggle, this is an effective way to get help? Yeah, that's a great question. So I actually believe that this is an incredibly effective way to get help regardless of what you're faced with. So whether you are someone who simply has some just momentary struggles and you've decided, you know what, I think counseling is a way that I can improve my life or whether you've been faced with significant trauma. I think one of the key factors that we're discovering and and really is is research founded with a program like Panther Creek Health is the activation of the mind-body connection. So Mm. one of the things that we focus on deeply at Panther Creek Health is getting our bodies moving while we're also working to heal the mind. So there's a little bit less of a sitting and thinking approach and more of a what we call a bottom up or getting our bodies moving and activating the parts of the brain that really need sort of the dopamine, et cetera, mm-hmm. you know, to sort of activate to begin that healing process. And really, that's so good for all of us. You know, so many of us, Piet, have spent the last two years sitting inside, oh, yeah. you know, for many of us now. And there has been a, a return to the outdoors during COVID. Mm-hmm. But for those of us that left the office and went home to work and for young children who had to sit 
in an online school setting, you know, Mm -hmm. for quite some time over these past two years, an opportunity to sort of begin to heal through what we just collectively went through as a nation by utilizing the outdoors and spending time outdoors and being with large animals um, is an incredibly unique way to heal. So quick question, kind of a side note on that, the thought struck me of what happens if somebody is afraid of large animals. If you're not around horses, if you've never been around them, when you walk up, to, they're large animals. Is that a challenge for folks to overcome a bit of a fear of this large animal? Yeah, that's an excellent question. So I'll actually tell a couple of stories about that um, that have really have really been interesting over these past several months. So first of all, one of the things that we'll say, we always approach every client. It's very much client driven. If it's mm-hmm. if it's a young person, it's very child led, child driven. If an individual comes to us and says, you know what, I'm not ready to interact with horses, or I might like to look at them, I may want to stand back and and watch the horses interact over a fence, etc. Those are all options with Mm -hmm. how we do our therapy. And there's a lot of learning that can happen and a lot of personal growth that can happen even from watching a herd of horses interact. So we always start with wherever the client is when they come Mm -hmm. to us, you know, in their comfort level. And so that's the first method of approach. But the the other story I love to share about the fear piece is we recently started, it's actually an outgrowth of our therapy program. Um, it's, it's called a ranch education program. And we partnered with a local group called Kings of Grit. Um, the executive director at Kings of Grit is a guy named James Lancaster, who's a dear friend of ours. And Kings of Grit partners specifically with uh, formerly incarcerated men. And they do three things. They work to expose them to outdoor work or ranch education financial literacy, and then um, physical work within the gym. James owns a CrossFit gym here in town called Deep River Fit, really, really teaching the guys how to take care of their whole body, their whole mind, and then learn to take care of their finances, you know, and move forward with jobs. So it's been a real blessing to get to know James and and know more about this program. So as we launched our ranch education program with Kings of Grit, we came into this with an understanding that some of the men that we would interact with would actually be very afraid. Mm -hmm. of, you know, the cattle, the large cows, or even the horses, you know, as they came to us. The beautiful part of sort of interacting with that fear and helping the men to just sit with that fear, it then becomes an opportunity to say, okay, what am I feeling in my body? I'm looking at this horse. I'm looking at this this large cow, this, these cattle, and I feel fear inside of my Mm -hmm. body beginning to sort of have language to place on what is this feeling in my body? What am I feeling in my brain? And then really the displacement of the fear. So there's an opportunity to then say, well, I feel afraid because, Mm -hmm. you know, these large animals I'm in their presence. They could attack me. You know, all of the things that that we hear, you know, and it gives us yet another opportunity to say, okay, how can we transfer that understanding of what fear feels like Mm -hmm. to an experience that these men may have on a daily basis? You know, as far as interacting with other humans, what does fear feel like? There's not a lot of difference, you know, in between what happens out in the pasture, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're seeing a large animal and you're feeling afraid and the types of interactions that we may have on a street corner or we may have in the city. So utilizing that very normal experience Mm. of fear and learning how to handle it, you know, has been a beautiful experience that we've had. I mean, that just makes it tangible in that moment immediately because Mm -hmm. you can't help feel but what you feel Mm -hmm. when you're in that space. You'd never feel that if you were just in an office sitting. You know, it's hard to, as a guy, stereotype a little bit, but we struggle to identify our emotions and express those emotions and process those emotions. Right. And um, and that's probably, you know, uh, in my experience, so much time in therapy is spent 
doing, learning that. Mm -hmm. And so being in an environment where it's not forced, but it's a natural response for those emotions to come up and Mm -hmm. then be able to work with somebody through that, I can see how that's just an absolutely powerful moment, but also just impactful. It's almost like the work is getting done right away rather than as theoretical work. And then I have to apply it at some later point when that emotion comes up. It's right here, right now, and we deal with it. Right. That's exactly. incredible. Mm-hmm. So you guys work with adults and children, teenagers uh, across the board? We do. We do. And one of the most successful programs that we've launched through Panther Creek Health is a group setting that we call Equines and Art. We've got three different groups running for this right now. So we've got the youngest kiddos that start at five years old, and then it goes up through teenagers. So 17, oh. 18 years old. This particular group runs about an hour and a half each session, and the young people get to interact. They get to do art projects and build community within their little group, you know, and do mm-hmm. or do collective art projects. And then they also get to interact with the equines and do some of the equine therapeutic work as well. And that group has proven to be just an incredible blessing and a gift to the young people that have interacted with it. And it's very popular. It fills yeah. up. Yes, <laughs> it fills up very quickly. <laughs> so, uh, Make a note of signing up for that one early yes, on. Yes. Early on. And then for adults, is that group therapy as well? Is it mostly individual therapy? So right now we're doing a lot of individual adult work, again, with the equine therapy model or with a more traditional model or even just an e- what we call ecotherapy, which mm-hmm. right now really means that we're walking the property, we're meeting the different animals that we have on the property. We might be doing some of that work that I mentioned before of watching the herds, mm-hmm. you know, paying attention to the herds of horses and learning what we can sort of gather, you know, on the herd interaction piece. We also have a, a group called a moment for moms, which is specifically for moms that that would like to do some of this equine work and in, in, mm-hmm. in a group setting with other moms. And that group runs concurrently with one of the equines and art groups. So that way the young, young children can sort of participate in equines and art and there's a space for the moms. And as mom well. can focus on what she needs mm-hmm. to work on. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. I love how that just plays together. I love how you guys utilize the entire space. It's not just focused on the horses or just focused on kind of the face-to-face therapy side. It's the entire environment. Ecotherapy, it's a new term for me, Yeah. um, yeah. but I really like it. I've always felt like I'm closest to God when I'm out in nature. I'm closest to being in touch with who I really am and my identity in Him when I'm out in nature. So combining that with therapy for me just makes so much sense. It really, really does. And, you know, you think about how we were created, Mm -hmm. right? So God created us in a garden before the fall. And he gave us dominion over these animals yeah. and told us to care for the ground and care for the the plants and the animals as best we can to bring the kingdom here on earth, mm-hmm. you know, uh, doing this type of work and giving humans an opportunity to, and I should say all humans, you know, an opportunity to return to the land, return to sort of a piece of, of the intention of God, which was this interaction mm-hmm. between his incredible earth that he created and the humans that he created to inhabit it um, is a really special experience. It makes sense how that interaction with the animals, with nature, is part of the healing process and part of the the exposing as well of Mm -hmm. ourselves and the things that we face, the fears that we have. Mm -hmm. I feel like we are in a place in our culture today, at least, where on the one hand, I feel like therapy and counseling has been more broadly accepted than it has been maybe in the past, especially in the church. But I think there's still a lot of fear around it, a lot of trepidation of we'll go to a therapist when we really need it. Right. What do you say to somebody who, my life's not in crisis, things are okay, 
Could they be better? Sure. Is therapy for me? Ah, that seems too serious. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's uh, something that we interact with quite a bit. One of my former mentors used to say that we should take our mental health care like we take our vitamins. You know, I'm also not always the best at taking my vitamins every day. I'll just say that. But, you know, but, but similar to the idea of taking a vitamin, you know, mm -hmm. taking this preventative look at supporting our mental health. Um, you know, again, the beautiful thing about a project and a program like Panther Creek Health is that there is a bit of removing a stigma. So, mm -hmm. so, so the concept is, oh, well, I'm going to this farm to go check yeah. out these horses and look at these cattle and, you know, be a part of the outdoors. That feels slightly less. In fact, I've had three calls from, from parents just in the past week that shared with me, you know, my son won't go to therapy. Mm -hmm. And then it's, it does tend to be boys. You know, my, yeah. my, I've, I've asked my son. To, We're stubborn. You know, that, <laughs> that I ra I have, I'm raising two at the moment. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my, my son won't go to traditional therapy. Mm -hmm. But when I asked him if he'd be willing to go to the farm to go hang out with the horses, that was a yes. Yeah. You know, it's always important. Obviously, for any client to understand that this is mental health care, we are doing therapy, but it does feel different, mm -hmm. you know, when we begin to talk about this is a time to spend in the outdoors, it's a time to spend with horses, it's a time to spend, you know, just enjoying, mm -hmm. you know, this beautiful weather, etc. That feels um, a little bit more accessible. You know, yeah. to many folks than um, the idea of, of going into an office building. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Mm -hmm. It does feel more approachable. It's encouraging to hear that more approachable element of it being out in nature with the animals. But at the same time, you're not compromising the quality of mental health care that you're providing during that time and in that space. Absolutely. Well, and I should say a couple things about that because that was very, very important to the launch of this particular program is the folks that deliver the services through Panther Creek mm -hmm. Health are all licensed mental health therapists. And, and we will be soon expanding into occupational therapy and speech mm -hmm. therapy as well, hopefully physical therapy, but these will be with licensed therapists. Yeah. That is a little bit of a um, sort of a, a twist and a break maybe from the norm in, in, in certain types of equine therapy. Mm -hmm. It's not always delivered by licensed therapists. So there is a commitment on our part to say we're really going to move forward in this way. The other benefit of working with the licensed therapists is the fact that we're able to take insurance um, for this particular type of therapy, which is also not something that has been yeah. done, you know, in other settings um, with the equine therapy. So we're able to, we, we've just started to gain a few of our insurance contracts, mm -hmm. Cigna, Aetna, United Healthcare, and we'll be moving forward with some others soon. And so again, back to this accessibility piece, yeah. you know, we utilize our sliding scale to get as many families and children and adults in as possible for this care. And then for those that have mental health benefits through mm -hmm. their insurance policy, we're working to take those as well. Yeah. I mean, that's huge. That's an incredible thing because it's that accessibility and mm -hmm. it takes the excuses out. Money is a big, easy excuse for us sometimes, right. on, especially when it comes to our mental health care. But also sometimes when we have somebody else, a teenager in the house that needs some help, knowing that there's insurance that can go towards this, that covers it, mm -hmm. and the sliding scale, that just opens the doors for folks to be able to, any walk of life, be able to get the help that they need which is awesome. And, you know, the idea of being able to do that in the outdoors just excites me. I don't get excited about therapy, but I get excited about this. Right. Well, and I can share a little bit about, you know, Piet, just personally, why this particular model is so meaningful for me in my yeah. life. I think maybe that would be an interesting thing to talk through. Many years ago, we came to Memphis. We showed up in Memphis, my family and I, in 2003 with my daughter, uh, Bella, who had been diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer. And we sought treatment at St. Jude. Mm. Incredible place. So grateful to have had the care.
care that she needed there. One of the things we discovered um, on our journey at St. Jude, we had incredible support from our church. We had incredible mm-hmm. support from our family. In fact, I come from a large Italian family, and most of my family descended upon Memphis when we <laughs> showed up here for treatment for our daughter. So we had a, we had an apartment, and everybody stayed with us, and it was it was wonderful. But we discovered that there were a lot of families without support, you know, yeah. that had landed in Memphis for the the care of their child. We founded in 2006 a ministry called Habitat for Hope, and that ministry was a also a place-based ministry on a small farm up in Shelby Forest. And we mm-hmm. housed families up there. And that was actually my first taste of doing really equine therapy as a lifelong owner of horses. Um, and, and, you know, my, my parents bought me my first pony when my mother found out she was pregnant with me. So the <laughs> pony the pony was purchased, you know, as soon as she found out she was pregnant. So I had owned horses my whole life. And decided to sort of go ahead and say, you know what, we've got this small farm in Shelby Forest. I think there's an opportunity here to introduce some of the children that we were working with through that ministry mm-hmm. to the horses. I went about it in such a way, you know, at the time I hadn't gotten a license to do equine therapy or anything like this. I did know how to teach horse lessons. So I said, you yeah. know what, I'm just going to teach some kids how to ride. The interaction with the horse and the human, that was actually one of the most meaningful pieces of healing for my own daughter when she was mm-hmm. on her journey with cancer. Just from my perspective, I thought, you know what, this is going to be an incredible way for children mm-hmm. to heal in a little bit of a different way. We'll let St. Jude take care of the chemo and take care of all the you know needs around the medicine. And maybe this will impact some of these children's lives mm-hmm. and their families, you know, through this interaction with the horses. So I was able to do that work from 2006 to about 2015 and watching children who had very little control over their lives based mm-hmm. on the medical trauma that yeah. they were exposed to at that time, watching them learn to control that horse and just essentially be connected to a horse and be be in relationship with that horse, whether it meant that they could only come out and just groom the horses or mm-hmm. for some of them that they could learn to ride, etc. The immense Uh, joy and hope that that brought into those children's lives was an incredible thing to see, you know, and then as my career progressed, and I moved into behavioral health care and medical health care, and began to sort of look at the research, you know, Mm -hmm. the deeper research into how this sort of type of work, you know, can heal the body and the brain. That's sort of how we fleshed out, you know, this Mm -hmm. program with Panther Creek Health and why I feel so strongly about it, because I've seen it myself with my own family, with my own daughter, and then with multiple children I've had the privilege Mm -hmm. to work with over time. The thing that strikes me in your story is how the trauma, because there's trauma when when you have a child that goes through cancer, there's Mm -hmm. trauma there for you as a mom. But how that trauma, you didn't stay stuck in it. Yeah. That trauma is what propelled your career from there on. Mm -hmm. And the ministry that you started and now Panther Creek Health and everything in between and the folks that you're able to help now, all of that healing came out of your own trauma in that sense. Correct. And uh, I think that's always my thing with those of us that struggle with Sometimes we struggle with little things in life, and we don't realize how tied in it is to trauma earlier in our lives. And if we're just willing to sit with a professional, with a licensed therapist, Mm -hmm. work through that trauma, there's no telling how God will use that trauma to bring healing in our own lives, but also healing in the lives of people around us and open new doors, new careers. I know for me, that's been part of my journey. You know, I would have never guessed I get to do what I do today. Mm -hmm. And a lot of what I get to do today was birthed out of church wounds, out of trauma, out of hurt, but because I was surrounded by the right folks and I was willing to seek out the help that I needed, God used that trauma to birth something new and beautiful Mm -hmm. out of that. Mm -hmm. And so it's incredible to hear that in your story and see how that ties into this. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I guess that's my encouragement to listeners is if you don't have to wait for the crisis, if, if there's just a little bit of 
life is just not going quite right. You're just not quite comfortable. You're just not quite sure of things. That's the time to seek out the help. And what an incredible way to find that help and get out of the four walls of life. I love that. So if folks are interested in coming out for therapy or the some of the art, equine and art, uh, some of the group classes that you guys have, how do they get a hold of you guys? How do they set that up? Yes. So I would direct people first and foremost to our Facebook page. So facebook.com forward slash Panther Creek Health. You'll find us there. You can also find the wider stables program at facebook.com forward slash Panther Creek Stables. That's a great way to see more pictures Mm -hmm. and learn more about what we're doing on the farm. And then, of course, by phone, you know, folks can reach out at 662-912-5440. That's the main line to Panther Creek. You can also email info, I-N-F-O, at panthercreekstables.com. I receive those emails, so I would love to chat with anybody that has more interest. Great. And so I'm guessing there's an intake process if somebody's interested in the therapy side of things. They contact you through email or phone, and then you'll walk them through that intake process and then go from there. Yeah, that's exactly right. So the way that we begin with our new clients is I typically will do a 20-minute phone call to start to just hear a little bit more about their story and you know what they might like to do. I explain because mm-hmm. this is a little bit different. So, yeah. you know, it's it's not as quick and easy as saying just come on out and, you know, come into the office, you know. Mm-hmm. So I explain the different ways that we can interact with either the whole family or the individual or the child, as the case may be. And we sort of get a sense of what this particular client mm-hmm. may like to do, at least to start, you know, and explain the whole process. And then, yes, we thankfully we have digitized all of our systems. So yeah. they get paperwork online, you know, through their phone app or through email and they fill out our paperwork and we're off to the races. That's fantastic. Yeah. So what I'm hearing, it's really easy to get started. Yes. It's health insurance is accepted. Mm-hmm. It's sliding scale. It's easy to to get started. It's a good fit for anybody that just needs a little help or if you're in major crisis and you just need something a little different to help you work through that. We're coming to the end of our show here, but I want to make sure we just get that information, contact info again out sure. for the, the email and the phone number if folks want to get in touch with you guys. Sure. So to email, just info at panthercreekstables.com, I-N-F-O at panthercreekstables.com or by phone 662 662- Nine one two five four four zero. Thank you so much, Melissa. This has been so great to hear more about what you guys do. I can't wait to get out there and ride again, especially I'm a fair weather rider. So when it was cold, you didn't see much of me out there. <laughs> now that it's warming up, I'm ready to get out there again. Um, but appreciate your time and sharing with our listeners what you guys are doing out there at Panther Creek Health. Again, thank you for listening to today's Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Pete Stridham in for Byron Tyler. And we hope you have a great day. Mid-South Viewpoint is people telling God-sized stories from all walks of life. Listen anytime with the Bot Radio Network mobile app or on Spotify and iTunes podcast.